Welcome back to the altf4.co podcast. I'm Brandon here. And uh, this week we're going to be a little bit shorter than last week. So last week was a long one, I know. <clears throat> it was a lot of information, a lot of serious stuff. But uh, this week we'll, uh, we'll be a little lighter with some good information. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about keeping your enemies closer. And we'll find out more about it, about what I'm going to say in a minute here. I just wanted to point out an anecdote. One of the podcasts I listen to is called the Dangerous History Podcast. And uh, last week, uh, Professor CJ, who's the host, he became a full-time podcaster. So he ended up quitting his uh, college teaching job and uh, is becoming a full-time podcaster Interestingly enough, he um, used Indiegogo to raise uh, gap funds to get started. So I think his idea is, you know, he's going to have a a bit of a war chest a couple months so that um, as he gets going, he will have some money. And he plans to, as he says, um, do more research and put together, you know, a more frequency of podcasts and so on and so forth. So we'll see how that works out for him. I I do wish him the best. I like to listen to it and, uh, it's, it's definitely a, a favorite of mine. It's, it's one that I pay attention to when it comes out. So, Hey, there's hope for me. Uh, one other anecdote before I get started, I did listen to last week's podcast and I noticed that I, uh, there's a couple things that I do. There's there's quite a few ums in there, and there's uh, a lot of you knows. So, hey, I'm just getting started with this thing, so I'm going to try and watch out for those things and have better production quality, but it it is what it is, right? So I know it's happening, and uh, I'm going to try and make it better, but in the meantime, let's get started here. So August 4 wasn't too long ago, uh, I ended up participating in something that's called the annual Paul Evans Shoot the Breeze, and it's a Sporting Clays fundraiser for campaign, uh, campaign funds for re-election. So, a little bit about Paul here. Um, He is the Oregon District 20 state rep. So that would be my state rep. He is my neighbor, actually. He lives five houses down from me. Uh, even though we have never formally or officially met, I, I I have done this one other time where I was just a helper, and um, I thought I would take the time to at least introduce myself this time. He is a member of uh, the fraternal order that I'm a member of, and... You know, not everyone that's a member is a is a super active participant like myself. I go from time to time. I participate in in more of the activities and less in the meetings. But uh, Paul's there, and I I know people that know him. I I recognize him. I just haven't ever introduced myself. The one thing here that stands out is he is a Democrat in Oregon. And as you followed my writing, Oregon is a Democrat supermajority state, which means their agenda is the agenda. 
So I'll get into a little bit more about that as I go on here. But let's talk about why I ended up there in the first place. So I've written a lot about on particularly on Thursdays. My kids are on the the high school trap team. Subsequently, I've I've signed up to be a coach. I was a coach last year. And I didn't do a ton of coaching, but what I did do was I did the range safety officer job. That uh, is something we have at every shoot and it's you know, it's not a necessarily a a big job or a heavy job but it it is something that you know the range safety officer is is keeping an eye on the entire field the the gun racks what's going on in the clubhouse you know just watching out for safety and and all those sorts of things so i i did that all season uh, during the spring season for trap Uh, my kids are going to shoot fall season this year I'm sure I'm going to be doing it again it's something I I am passionate about because uh, it takes someone to really be on their game and be willing to you know to call out other people and you know even uh, responsible adults so anyway I was the the range safety officer all last year and um, the trap team essentially takes care of the range even though the range is owned by the fraternal order it's it's been i'll say abandoned if you will so the trap team mows the grass so we had uh, one of the team members mow for the fundraiser shoot we had to do some maintenance on the thrower uh two weeks ago so the last shoot of the season we had our thrower stopped throwing for some reason and given that our weather was pretty iffy at the time and the disposition of the trap team and the gun club were uh, were still unknown, we didn't put a lot of energy into it. We did have to uh, troubleshoot it and tested all the switches and everything and ended up having to rewire the thrower before the the fundraising shoot. The team also owns uh, Target, all the targets that that's in the clubhouse and the team has a supply of ammunition. So anyway, the, the, the moral of the story here is that the fundraiser for Paul Evans reaches out to the team to help run the event. So that's essentially our connection, my connection. I was asked by the head coach, Hey, can you, go be the range safety officer for this event. And I said, yeah, I can do that. So that's what I did. All right, I'm going to change gears here for just a quick second. Um, Truthfully, I I don't really know a lot about Paul Evans, even though I stated we're members of the same order, we're neighbors. He's a politician. He has some statements. I, I was reading his bio online, and he is a retired U.S. Air Force major. So he's got that going for him. He's been involved in disaster planning and readiness for the state. He was attached to the governor, the uh, previous, it was actually two governors ago, two governors ago in that role. He's been part of that role in terms of 
other governmental committees and including um, his job as a representative. He's uh, focused on not only readiness, but veterans affairs and, and things, you know, sort of related to his past. So those at least sound like, you know, things I can get behind, if you will. I mean, I, I'm not a huge uh, go U.S., you know, warmonger type person based on my feelings. You know, I wrote about the Monroe Doctrine a couple months ago. I, I'm clearly, a, I stand on the libertarian slash anarchist side of let there be peace and let people live in peace and let's all do our own thing. But, um, you know, I, I want to support military when military's appropriate. And by all means, <clears throat> if we have young people that have gotten snookered into Ser, quote serving their country right i mean those people deserve what they were promised they deserve what to be taken care of especially if they've uh put put themselves in harm's way for for our country whether i agree agree with what the stance is or not and in the reasons for it so while I was there, I did I did introduce myself. I had a chance to, to talk to him. And we talked about a couple things. One, I let him know that he was my neighbor. And he knows where I live now. So I'm sure we'll, in the future, we'll have a connection. As you know from my first podcast, The Toolbox Fallacy, If You Build It, They Will Come. My order is selling the range. So everyone that's using it, including Paul Evans for his one fundraiser a year, is aware of that. The trap team's aware of it. We're not, we're, well, sorry, let me back up for just a second. So, so Paul asked me, he said, well, what's, what's going to happen to the trap team after this? What, what are our plans? And I said, you know, the truth is, is I don't really know. I mean, I do have my own ideas about things. I think just because the the range is sold, it doesn't mean that we don't have to have a team. There are plenty of other teams around that don't have their own, quote, hometown field, if you will. Um, they end up traveling to one of several uh, facilities that are in the area that aren't far away my my actual the range i'm a member of has a has a trap uh thrower and a and a um field there a regulation field so it's it's not out of this world to think that our local high school could still have a team and travel to other locations um so i you know i'm not in charge but I think, you know, what I took out of that conversation was that uh, Paul Paul is concerned about, you know, his constituents. I, and I took it as genuine. I didn't really take it as um, this was a political conversation, you know. But, sorry with the unos, <laughs> but uh, in the us. He did offer me something. He said, hey, you know, there is a there is a uh, rifle range 
that used to belong to the U.S. Army. There's a decommissioned military base about 20 miles from here that was built during World War II. And it only lasted the duration of the war, essentially. Uh, it actually, Well, that's not entirely true. There's one building where it was a radar facility for the West Coast, and, and that was part of NORAD into the 50s. But it was decommissioned long, long time ago once technology sort of superseded the vacuum tubes and everything that was there, which was pretty rapidly. So I I don't know right off my head, but anyway, it was decommissioned in the, I think in the mid fifties. And subsequently the U S government gave it to the state, which the state gave it to uh, Oregon fish and wildlife department. So it's a, a refuge or a, it's a recreational area. There's a fishing pond and so on and so forth, as well as that you can hunt there. And there's an archery range and there's a clay pigeon range. But long story long here, uh, they also had a rifle range, which is not part of that property. And he was offering, hey, I, I can find out about the disposition of that. Maybe, maybe the team could use that space. You know, it was, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's, it was kind of a bone that he was throwing out that, hey, I recognize that this situation sucks and not all of our order agrees that selling it is the right thing to do, but we do have other resources and I can help you find it. So I I think that that was a genuine conversation, quite frankly, and um, I did appreciate that. So... What does that mean? What what does all this mean? What am I getting to here with with everything? Um, you, I think I've been pretty clear with my writing about the politics and the state and my opinion of it and where it's going. And uh, so, to be clear, let me put a, a stake in the ground here: is that this state is going statist right it's there's there's a drive and i i remember i wrote about it not too long ago about where are people going to for for a number of years oregon was a state that people were coming to it was one of the top states in terms of um it was definitely in the top five for probably 10 years or so and subsequently we ended up getting a a sixth U.S. representative. So that's how the population demographics have changed. I think some states have lost them like California and other states have gained them like Oregon. And clearly I'm not super happy with the direction that that all these new people are bringing to, to the state in terms of politics. But ultimately those events, the events of, you know, the Black Lives Matter antifa type violence and protests and burning and all that stuff that's happening in portland is having an impact because now people are leaving it's not necessarily the people that moved in that are leaving it's the people that have been here their whole lives that have had enough of things right so anyway what i'm what i'm trying to get at is the the politics of the state have shifted i 
even I wrote about, you know, it used to be there was an identity of individualism in the state. And now I, I feel like that's changing. So, you know, with with my conversation with Paul and Paul's party association, I have to say, unfortunately, it's guilt by association. So when you have a super majority of Democrats and your representative is a Democrat, I mean, it may be that he would be willing to go against his party on certain issues. We didn't get that in depth into that kind of conversation. But from a general trend standpoint and from a, from a, um, party association uh, association by proxy votes are just as damaging so i guess that's what i was really trying to say with that statement is despite maybe the individual issues the overall um conglomeration of them are by proxy and driving the politics of the state so, as I wanted to say, as anti-gun as the Democrats have tent, tended to be, I found it ironic that Paul is holding a fundraiser, a shooting fundraiser. So that might speak to him to a degree, and maybe he doesn't represent every value that his party does. Again, I didn't get that deep into it, but... Uh, he brought about 20 different shotguns to the, the the event. And I've heard from third-party sources that uh, he buys one a year to, quote, observe the process. I don't know if that's, you know, I, I don't know what to make of all that necessarily. But I'll say from the standpoint of shotguns are not ARs, so it's it's a more politically correct firearms hobby I, I even heard anecdotally um, when obama was president that he had picked up i think it was skeet but it may have been trap or it may have just been clay target shooting um in that it was one of his hobbies now so it's one of those things that's again like i said politically correct it's okay to shoot clay targets it's not okay to have an ar I will say that some of the coaches actually refused to participate because of Paul's party affiliation. Um, one of them in particular actually owns a gun store in town. So, you know, I can see him putting his money where his mouth is because the truth is, is as good of a guy as my, at least my initial impression was, was, we still probably are not going to come out on the, we gun owners are still probably not going to come out on the right side of this whole issue with the super, super majority of Democrats. I mean, it's just, that's how, how I feel about the thing. So I, I can compartmentalize to some degree because, you know, I, I, as I said, I did this before, my conversation was positive. I'm not really condoning any particular politicians or parties, but at least for this event, my willingness to participate is in the context of the trap team. And 
you know, for doing this, the uh, fundraiser, Paul Evans campaign does give a little money to the team for helping. So they buy the targets, they buy the ammunition. There's a slight markup on those things. I think there's a bit of a donation in terms of time for, you know, what we contributed. And so I've compartmentalized, hey, this isn't necessarily about politics. This is about me supporting my team and my interests. But, you know, I I can't discount the political connection completely. So I I don't think that the state's going to flip anytime soon. In fact, I would seriously, I seriously think the days of any sort of Republicans are probably over. The majority of the population of the state lives in a concentrated area. Those are all Democratic areas. 90, well, 80% of the state by area is probably conservative, but 90% of, well, maybe not quite that much, 60% of the population is is uh, not conservative, is voting not conservative, so... I suppose you could say that my participation in a way is playing my own version of politics. So right now I'm choosing to keep the relationship rather than boycotting it like some of the other coaches have. Um, My hope is that having the relationship will at least give me a conduit for communication if if and when that was ever needed. You know, I suppose that even if I had the conduit and the vote didn't go my particular way, it still doesn't mean anything other than maybe I wasted a little bit of time in having a conversation or even supporting this event. My point with all this is, is, if my i think if even if my district went republican which it probably wouldn't it wouldn't change the super majority in the first place so it's better to probably have a relationship with my representative rather than uh not having one so you know if i was being a a real true politician I would probably want to have a relationship with both sides, quite frankly, Um, both candidates. And I don't even know if there's been an announced Republican yet at this point. But anyway, what I'm trying to say here is, uh, you know, with the titles, keeping my enemies close, it's it's a strategy, right? It's a it's better to have a relationship and at least for now he's up he's my current rep so whatever happens in the next election remains to be seen but if even though they're out of session so it's probably not super helpful but but uh regardless you know having a relationship with your local politicians can be helpful when necessary and that's what I was really trying to get across is despite my differences, my overall impression was, was fair. So with that, uh, that's all I wanted to say about it today. Um, this is Brandon with Alta4.co reminding you to end your programming and do things that matter.